It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. You know, I was at a friend's house recently, and they had poured a brand new um, patio slab behind their house and went on vacation. And when they had returned home, they noticed that the entire ground underneath one corner of the slab had been completely washed out from a rainstorm that took place while they were gone. And if they had not returned and maybe had had a couple of more rains like that, there was a good chance that that brand new patio would have collapsed down into the ground. Not because of the material that was used to build the slab, but because of the faulty foundation underneath the slab, he had to come back and build a stem wall and backfill it to give it support. You know, that's kind of the story that Jesus is using here in Luke chapter 6 to really show us how we can walk in success in life with him. In Luke chapter 6, beginning in verse number 46, Jesus said, Why do you call me Lord and you don't do the things that I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. He's like a man that built a house and dug deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose and the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Verse 49 says, but he that hears and doesn't and doesn't do the words that I say, he's like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth, or Matthew says the sand, against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great." Now, this same story is used by Jesus over in Matthew. Little of the detail in Matthew we don't have here in Luke. In Matthew, the guy who built his house on the rock is called a wise man, and the guy who built his house on the sand is called a, a foolish man. So we see you have this wise man, we have this foolish man, we have these two men, and in neither parable does Jesus make a distinction about these men. We can assume from this that they um, both are living in the same culture, they're both living in the same location. Both these men probably have the, the same desires and pursuits of life. So you have two men, just two men. That's all he says. Two men with the same life, two men with the same opportunities, two men um, basically with choices to be made. And both of these men wanted to build a house. Now, a house in scripture can mean a lot of things. Um, a house can mean a country. Uh, God talks about the house of Israel, right? Um, a house can be talking about um, a ministry, um, talks about the, the house of the temple, building the house of the temple. can actually be talking about a church. Um, in the New Testament, it talks about uh, the house of God, the church being the pillar and the ground of the truth. Um, a house can be a life, you know, just building our life, building that house. And so the thing is, these guys are building a life they're building a reputation, they're building influence in the circumstances they find themselves, their neighborhood, their country, uh, their church, their ministry. So you got two guys, no distinction made from them, same culture, same everything, both seeking to do something with their life, to build something with their life. Um, both of these guys faced uh, similar circumstances. Both of them faced the storm, right? 
Uh, the storm came, the wind blew, it says in Matthew. Here it talks more about the water rising in the stream. Here's the reality. I've said this often. Job chapter 14 and verse 1 says, Man that is born of a woman is of few days and what? Full of trouble. So mankind, men and women, man, we all face storms. We all face difficulties in this life. So the story doesn't distinguish between the men. It doesn't distinguish between their circumstances. It doesn't put either one of them um, in a better situation than the other one. They both actually had the same truth to act upon as well because Jesus attaches this building of the house in the application to how they responded to his word. Now, the word to both of them came from Jesus. The same word, the same truth. Man, the same power that is given to us through that. But here's where the story varies. Their outcomes were completely different. One of them, man, the storm came, the circumstances of life punched him in the face, basically. And one of them, their house stood. Man, it, it didn't just stand. It stood firm, he said. I mean, that storm had zero effect on that house's structure. The other one, it says, immediately fell. And in Matthew, it says, and great was the fall of it. Why? Everything is so similar between them. Why does one stand? Why does one fall? Here's the distinction in the story. It's the foundation. It's what they built on top of. One of them, and he built on a rock. Remember when uh, Jesus was talking to the disciples in Matthew chapter number 16, and uh, Jesus was talking about building his church, and he says to Peter, Peter said, Jesus asked the question, he says, who, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, you are the Son of God. His great profession of truth of who Jesus was. And what did Jesus say to Peter? He said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So what was the great foundation? It's who Jesus is. Uh, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians, there is no other foundation upon which we can build than the Lord Jesus Christ, right? So in this story, you got a foundation problem. You got one foundation that's built um, true and strong, a rock foundation. And you have another foundation that is weak and earthy and sandy. And you know what? Looked great until when? Until the pressure came. Here's my experience in life. There's a lot of people, particularly professing believers in Christ, so much about their lives look equal and the same. The difference is revealed when the pressure comes. The difference is revealed when the trials and the difficulties come. You ever notice how two different people hit with very similar circumstances have completely different outcomes. I've seen that so often in life. One that comes to mind and is very dear and personal to me would be uh, the Frank family. The church where I'm pastoring, 15 years now, I followed a pastor, Cliff Frank, great man of God, wonderful visionary leader. I mean, top shelf, man, a 10 out of 10 leader. And, uh, but at a young age, 40 years old, he's diagnosed with cancer. And within five months, the Lord called him home. His mom worked at the church. His mom was his secretary. His mom was his best friend, his dad. I mean, they're faithful. Their son dies, their pastor dies. And uh, I become the pastor about seven, eight months after um, that took place. You know, 15 years later, as I was preaching the word this Sunday morning and I looked out into that congregation, there was Kay Frank sitting out there. 
taking in the word, absorbing the word. I mean, living for Jesus. As I visited their house last week, her and Clifton, men strong in faith, giving glory to God. Yet they had faced some horrible circumstances. Yet, you know, over the years of life and ministry following Christ, I've seen other families that have suffered loss. And you know what I've seen? I've seen literally people who were there, who showed up, who were around, who were consistent. But after a great loss like that, never returned again, never could come back to church or at least this church because it so overwhelmed them. One, man, the house stood firm. The house stood strong. The other one, the house was crumbling. It just didn't stand strong. Well, what's the difference? Well, one of them that build the house, build the house on the rock. The other one built their house on the sand But here is how in this story, Jesus distinguishes the foundation. He says the difference was not the word that they received, not the word that they heard, not the word that they were exposed to. The difference was their obedience to the word. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord and you don't do the things that I say? He said, whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you who he is like. He's like a man that builds his house on a rock. So what's the real distinction between these two people in the story and really what I've um, seen in life and witnessed? It's people that are responding to and living in obedience to the word versus those who are just hearing the word. This Sunday morning, I was preaching in Romans chapter eight and in verse 12, he says, uh, therefore we are debtors. He says, we're debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. So Paul lays out all that Christ did for us, all the Holy Spirit is doing in us. And he says, you know, based on what Jesus has done, we owe a debt. And he says, we don't owe that debt to the old life. We owe that debt to Jesus Christ. We owe that debt through the Holy Spirit to Christ. I was talking to two ladies after church. One of them was new, a friend had brought her. We were having a conversation and she was commenting on the message and how she loves Christ and the decisions she's been making to follow him. And I said, you know what? We're debtors, aren't we? And the other lady said this to me. She said, but I am so afraid to surrender to the Lord because I'm afraid of what he might want me to do. And I just looked at her and I said, you know what? He'll never ask you to do anything that's wrong. He will never ask you to do anything that will not benefit you. He won't ask you to do anything that's going to hurt you. But He definitely will ask you to do things that are uncomfortable, that maybe are things you wouldn't have chosen to do on your own. But you know what the difference in those two ladies was, is the same difference we see in the two men in this story. One's house is built on obedience to the word. The other one's house is built on simply hearing the word, but not acting upon it. Man, I've seen people that love to hear the word, love to discuss the word, But when it comes down to just obeying it in life, man, they just absolutely fail miserably. So we can either take the shortcut of partial or complete disobedience. And rather than laying the good foundation, lay the bad foundation. And we can experience that fall of our house. Or we can respond in faithful obedience to the words of Jesus Christ. Man, and we can live a life that no matter what circumstances or hell itself throws at us, man, it will not prevail 
because our life is built on obedience to God's word. You see, James 1 says it's not the hearer of the word that's blessed, it's the doer of the word. It says that's the person that will be blessed. You wanna be blessed today? You wanna live in blessing from God? Obey his word. Listen to what he has to say. You see, the choice is ours. We live in the same world. We have the same opportunities. It's the same Lord with the same word speaking to us. But the question is, what will you do with it today? How will you build today? So the word for today is simply this. Act in obedience to the Lord through the circumstances he puts in front of you today. And then your house will stand strong. Then you will experience the blessing of the Lord through obedience to his word. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.